When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Allie in for Brittany. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Did you happen to see the video of yesterday's show with Brittany? Um, I saw clips of it. Is that the one you put on Instagram? She's got this mm-hmm. lighting now. She looks all this... This beautiful tone on her face. Oh, look at yeah, you now. Up. You're ah. doing the same thing. The cat just messed it the room as you were speaking. There she you like go. cut off my bad girl. Bad girl. <laughs> a little behind the scenes because I ran into Brittany at the offices yesterday. Oh, you did? Okay. And she filled me in and I'm going to totally expose her here. Good. Uh-huh. She said that she didn't have the air vent open in her closet where she was yesterday. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she had like long pants and a sweatshirt. And she said by like by the end of the second hour, she was like <sighs> just dying of heat. And she was like opening the door to get some air and then just sweating all over. And so what? it was her face that was super red and not like any special lighting. Oh, it was just the fact oh that you're sweating her ass off. Yeah, just dying of heat exhaustion. Why would you not open the vent? She didn't want to, like, disturb Gogo and, like, get her all riled up by seeing oh, her. And, yeah, yeah so. I suppose. Oh, yeah. She's going to have it figured out. Is she ever coming back, or is she taking more days off? No, she'll be back in, luckily for all of us, tomorrow. Oh, damn it. I mean, oh, good. <laughs> just silence after that. Now, you kind of Brittany have is, that. Brittany's a force of nature. She's the funniest person I she know, is. Tom. <laughs> Oh, you've got a low bar. <laughs> you kind of got that glow now, too, because you got that that back. What color is the wall behind you? Is it kind of yellowish white? Yeah, yeah. We call it eggshell, Tom. Eggshell. Yeah, there you go. It's yeah. eggshell. That's exactly what it is. So it sets up very... Women look good in that. You're on the upper left corner. Apparently all women look good in that corner. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> oh, the corner God. to be in. Oh, yes. You're absolutely... I, look, I do look wonderful. You're right. Yeah. Well, it works. Whatever. I'm like I'm like Mariah Carey. Like I have a good side, you know. Like this is my good side, so I only want to be. Or maybe this is my good side. I think this is my good side. Oh, you think both of them might be? I have two good sides. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you're saying? I don't know. Just looking for some headlines in the news this morning. Uh, Oh, I've got something, Tom. Do you want? Good. Yeah, sure. Okay, so in uh, South Korea, they have this rule that if you are 18, you have to be in the military, right? Mm-hmm. And they also have another rule, a caveat. Caveat. If, you, if you're an Olympian and you get a gold medal, not silver, not bronze, if you get a gold, you are exempt from your military service. Really? 
So it is very, a lot of South Koreans are like, yeah, I want to be a friggin' Olympian, man. You know, because they don't, they don't want to go into that. <laughs> but some other dudes found a loophole in South Korea because they have the Olympic Asian Games where they have video games. Oh. And there is, a, there is a team of dudes that play League of Legends and they won a gold medal playing the League of Legends in the Asia, Asian Games. So they don't have to go into the military. Now, I know what you're thinking. These guys probably wouldn't be the best stock to go into the military. <laughs> probably anyway. not. True. However, I would like to argue, Tom, these are the dudes that you want, like, leading the drones. Right. Yes. Right? Yeah. Controlling all of the yeah. military yep. high expense stuff. Yep. But yeah, I was like, good for them. Nerds rule. I have a question. Yeah. Why does South Korea even have an army? Seriously. Because North, because North Korea is like right above them. Just bomb the yeah. piss out of them. There you go. North bomb Korea them. has like one computer, and they're like, "We are the best." And it's running on like 2004 DSL dial-up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We have a rocket. We're ready to use it. It's like I don't think you've ever set a rocket where you meant to send it, North Korea. Just calm down. I think it was the 1968 election, if I remember correctly, because I was I was a teenage boy. And I can't remember the man's name, but he was, I believe, a, a general in the United States Army, and he was running for president. Okay. And he was asked, if elected president, what would your plans be in Vietnam? And he responded, and I quote, if elected president, I will bomb Vietnam back to the Stone Age. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh God. Holy It's a little harsh. Don't you think? He didn't get elected, by the way. I should point out. Yeah. He didn't win. Obviously. <laughs> I'd bomb him Man. back to the Stone Age. It's a little that reminds me. That reminds me of, like, Ross Perot. Oh, yeah. Know? H. Ross like, Perot. He, yeah, he, like, ran on, like, trying to find, like, military prisoners, you yes. know, that were possibly yep. still in Vietnam. And it's like he had zero proof of it. Right. You, know? you mean like all the like, news now? There's zero proof of any yeah, of it? Yeah. Yeah. And he, he like, you know, that's great that you want to try to find lost people, Ross. But I think a lot of those military prisoners are either dead or non-existent. Like, yeah. Yeah. You, you don't win an election on, <laughs> you know. True. That is true, ladies and gentlemen. Do um, you guys have any interest in this whole pissing match that's going on in the House, uh, the United States of America, between... You got your Matt Gates and you got your Kevin McCarthy and they're pissing and moaning at each other. I still love the fact that the guy who was caught dating a 17-year-old girl is bitching about somebody's ethics. I just oh, love yeah. that. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're the guy to judge, right? Yeah. That's why I, I got to be honest with you. Seriously, I don't get how anybody could be a solid re Republican or Democrat. There are some horrible people in both parties, I'll tell you that. Yeah. And... It's also crazy because when I was a kid, I felt like those people were extra smart. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yep. they knew a lot about, you know, government and all those things. And, like, come to find out, like, I know more than a lot of them now. <laughs> and that is uh, yeah. scary, Tom, because I only had three years of youth in government, okay? Well, that is true, <laughs> though. You probably know a lot more. About They're in it for the money. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. They're not in it for to make this country better. They're all now. Well, they some of them become billionaires. How the hell does that happen? Mm -hmm. Honest to God. I, I just, it's money, 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 money. Everything is money now. Yeah. 
So, you know, to see something like that, uh, and, and this Matt Gates, who knows even why he doesn't like Kevin McCarthy and it, he's got to go after him. And, but I got to be honest with you, if I were as un- unethical as Matt Gates, I might shut my mouth, but I don't think he's, I really don't think he's smart enough to know what he's getting into. No. They're going to burn him to the ground if he doesn't watch out, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I kind of glancing at the headlines this morning, you know, it's a lot about baseball because it, the playoffs open up today. Looking forward to that. First game mm-hmm. is, is it at like noon or something? Uh, 338, first pitch time. No, I'm talking about the very oh, first. Oh, the very first in, one? Yeah, I believe it's at noon. I'm not like sure who's playing, game. but yeah, yeah it's, a, it's like noon, 330, and then there's a night game as yeah, well. Like seven. Probably a couple more games sprinkled in, but. Yep, something do, like that. Do the twins have Homer Hankies still? I don't like, know. They, I believe they made a new one for this year. Oh, did they? Okay, yes. cool. Good, they should. You know, it's a the big Homer thing getting Hankey. in the playoffs for one game. It's kind of like the staple, I feel like, for Minnesota Twins playoff <laughs> baseball. Like that's You got to have the hanky. You got to have some hanky. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Like Pittsburgh, they got the mean towels or the terrible towels. Terrible towels, yep. Homer hanky, that's Minnesota Twins. Yeah. And I think yeah. I feel like all teams, regardless of the sport, when it's playoff time, they have some sort of where they, they put, yeah, like the towel on every chair. Or oh, you get yeah. those like thunder yeah. sticks at basketball games and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure yeah. they have something. Get the Vuvuzela from, remember those from oh the World Cup? Oh my gosh, Cup? from the World Vuvuzela. Cup. Vuvuzela, I haven't heard the, that in a while. The, right. the horns that everybody would blow, yeah. Yeah, just awful. I don't know. What I do had it on my phone. There was an app for a Vuvuzela. Really? Oh, jeez. So I would just play it in class. Computers weren't happy. <laughs> Wonderful. I bet you everybody was just ecstatic about that. Yeah. No question. So do you guys think the Twins are going to win the game today? Taking yeah. a look. Yeah, I think so. And it's probably more just hopeful because it's more fun to talk about a team that does well in mm-hmm. the playoffs but i True. think that they've been trending in the right direction it seems like from what i've heard from the stadium is that you know the fans have definitely been more supportive and more Good. into it so i feel like Good. everything looks like we should be able to go in and at least win well, i really hope they win today because then the questions and conversations for tomorrow are going to be right. Well, now yeah. we're on the brink of twenty straight losses, and we suck. And it's, <laughs> so they need to get the monkey off their back right away. Otherwise, they tomorrow's going to be ugly. They do. You're absolutely right. I, it's exciting to have the twins back. And and by, by the way, what you just pointed out is accurate. You look at the stats. There's no comparison between the first half and the second half of the season. Right. They're much better than at the beginning. No mm-hmm. doubt about it. their stats are much much better in the second half. So maybe we can carry it forward. And hey, look, nobody believed when uh, the Q uh, said that the Twins were going to win the World Series before the season even started in '87, and then they ended up winning I think 85 games that year. Everybody went, "See, we, we knew we wouldn't get anywhere." Well, they ended up winning the World Series. Yeah, that's what I love about baseball. People can come out of from out of nowhere and yep. win the World Series. Yeah, well, it's a lot like hockey, where you have yeah. that one hot yep. goaltender, and now a team yep. that wasn't. You know, it's there's a lot more parity in baseball. So yeah, you can get your pitchers locked in, or somebody's bat gets hot, and here we go. Yeah. Vegas doesn't really believe in the uh, in the Twins right now. No. Uh, of all no. four games today, they are the uh, slow or not, they have the slimmest. Um, Odds to win as a favorite. They're minus one twelve today against the uh, the Blue Jays. No, we don't. So need you're Vegas. saying bet on them? Yeah. No. Oh, no. I wouldn't go that far. We, we don't. We don't need Vegas to believe no. in us because we believe in us. There you go. You know what? We're, oh, is that the argument? Yeah, still, we're we're the Twins. We're gonna win. We're it's gonna be a six to zero game. But yeah, we're we're all on board for the Twins today. Six nothing. 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm just throwing out numbers, but well, it's fine. <laughs> We're nothing gonna, wrong with that. <laughs> We're gonna win. That's this is from a, a lot of statistical analysis. I did a lot right, of research Kevin? on the drive yeah. in here today, and uh, mm-hmm. yep, that's what I came up with. I'm, ex- oh. I'm excited for the game tomorrow because Jose Barrios is set yeah. to start game two, and so yep. he's making his return. Uh, you know, former twin. That'll be a nice storyline, especially because now they're gonna have. I want to say they have Sonny Gray going today, so it'll be Pablo Lopez tomorrow. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, not, a couple of big trade pieces for both teams going. Yeah, that is. I think it's going to be great. It should be a really, really good time. Baseball is baseball is one of those sports anybody can win any game. Yep. So we'll see how it works out. But I, I just – I got faith in them moving on to the second round. Yeah. I, I'm not saying they're going to win a World Series, but I think yeah, everybody get on board and support the team while they're in the playoffs and have a good time. I like it. There's no question about it. So the two games – now, wait a minute. Are all three games here? All three, yes, are here. That's what I heard, that yes. they don't get to go home. All three are here. Yeah, I God, I could have sworn they did, but I guess for this uh, first series, they're switching up. Whoever yeah. the high seed is, they get to host mm. all three. So, it like, if they don't win, it's Two bad, out of three yeah. when it's you get all look. home games? It's a it, bad look. Yeah, it's, <laughs> if, yeah, if we, it would be the most Minnesotan thing to happen to <laughs> well, yeah. if, is if we yes. lose these. I, I love how hopeful everyone's being, and in the back of my mind, I'm like, Minnesota sports. <laughs> Minnesota well, sports. Allie, we're doing this because of Minnesota sports, because yep. the Vikings suck this yep. year. They're terrible. Yeah. Do hey, we... hey, I, I, can't, I can't listen to that, Tom. You know what? Because at least you guys have a game. The you know, the Bears, Bears are trash. Yeah, hot <laughs> garbage, ready to blow up. That's all true. It's mm-hmm. all true. That's a, there's one great comparison in my mind that will never go away between the Chicago Bears and the Minnesota Vikings. Both of them, now, for the Vikings, it didn't work. For the Bears, it did work. You got Walter Payton, you're on the two-yard line, and you don't give it to Walter Payton, you give it to the fridge. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Now, great. Mm-hmm. Fridge, I loved watching Fridge, but it's Walter effing Payton, yeah, for right. Christ's sake. <laughs> right. Yep. And then we got the same thing up here. We give the ball to Brent McClanahan and not Chuck Foreman, one of the greatest running backs of all time. Who? And then, of course, <laughs> Brent McClanahan fumbled yeah. on yeah. the one-yard line. So stupid. We call that coaches trying to be think they're smarter yeah. than yep. the other coach, and we're going to show you how brilliant we are, and then it doesn't in, work. I'm in charge well, here. It's like when Pete Carroll threw the ball on the one-yard yes. line to lose the Super yeah. Bowl instead of handing yep. it to Marshawn Lynch. Like, I know. Just – you got to stick with what got you here. I agree. Will we do that? Will we see a lot of what we've, uh, how we got there in the first place? You uh, with the twins? You're with saying? the twins, yes. I think so because they're, I think they're in a position where they're like, we have to be like, right the ship of 18 straight losses. So they're, I don't think they're in a position where like, hey, we can get cute with this. They have yeah. too many like injuries with like Royce Lewis and Buxton. So I think that, yeah, you have to kind of more stick to the, fundamentals of what got you here rather than change it up and the twins are not a historically not a team that you know they're not trading for a lot of people bringing no, in a lot of high-priced yeah. free agents so i feel like they're more of a traditional baseball team rather than new analytics age that we're in i like mm-hmm. the fact that the game game starts at 3 30 so you'll be eating dinner and watching the game at about uh, what uh like five six o'clock yeah 36 o'clock something like that i love it I do. The Twins, since I was nine years old, I have loved my Minnesota Twins. And I don't just like the Twins. I love that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, since I was nine, like I said, it just, um, 
I'm very excited about this. Should I, I am I going to ruin it by being too excited that God will no. go, Tom's too excited, so no. we're going to shut him down? No. Worst case scenario, they lose, and you at least got to be excited for two days until they're done, or yeah. you can hate and expect to lose, and they lose, and you were miserable the whole time. So at least be happy <laughs> yeah. for a little oh, bit. Um, it won't be all your fault. No. <laughs> oh, I disagree. It'll be my fault. There's no question. I get the, the blame for everything. Allie's got the best job here today because you, she gets hopeful, Tom. Because yeah. if they lose tonight, yeah. she doesn't come in tomorrow. She doesn't right. do anything tomorrow. Well, that's true. Right. You're not Brittany's around. going to come and feel that wrath. Oh, well, she can handle it if anyone can. But Absolutely. I will say that they just broke a world record for baseball, the longest li- game played ever. Oh, I they saw just that. Did it was like in Missouri, I think, or Kansas or something. They played 100 hours in one minute. 100 hours. 100 Jesus. hours. They played for over Non-stop. four straight days. Mm-hmm. Based I did not know all. that. What level yeah. was this? Uh, a pretty low level because they were raising money for, like, local charities. Oh, but yeah, I, I was going to say. Like, they got, like, $32,000, but um, the previous record was in Canada, and it was 83-something. And really? they thought we need to make an American world record for baseball because that's ridiculous. <laughs> I like it. That's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just, I'm very, very excited about it. I'm glad to hear that you guys think that the Twins have a really good chance of winning this first go-around with three straight games at home. They better win it if you got three. Yeah. I mean, if you can't win two out of three at home, you got a problem. Yeah. Right. And it, and it feels weird, but it's like game one almost feels like a must-win just because of the negative energy that – is around this team in playoffs, but I think we should be yeah. we're in a good spot. I think so. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I don't think there's any question about that, but that is the deal there. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. There's a lot of stuff in the news this morning, all the rest of it, but right now the Minnesota Twins are headed, headed to the playoffs. Therefore, I'm going to ignore headlines like a soldier's on the ground view of a costly battle to retake Buck Moot. I'm going to ignore that story. Yes. To talk Twins we, baseball. We apologize to Buck Moot, but yes, yeah, we've we, got Twins we, baseball. We, it's much more important. Get your priorities straight. Kind of negative, don't you think? I don't know. It's, uh, it all works out in the end. Um, we've uh, got a special guest coming up in a couple of seconds. Yeah. Uh, no question about it. She's got, I'm looking down at her, at Tiffany Thiessen. I'm looking at her picture. Mm-hmm. There's not one picture of her where she's not smiling. No, and that's like so. I put together the one sheet, and like all every picture on the internet is of her smiling, smiling. Like she's she always looks like the smiling. happiest person ever. She does. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. So did she call you and say, "Tevin, is this you?" Oh no, I, I wish she called me. And said, Tevin, <laughs> is this me? No. Big fan, you are, huh? Yeah. Well, so because she was, uh, her rise to stardom came on Saved by the Bell. She was what? Uh, who's Kelly the Kapowski? That girl. Yep. And so Kelly I'd never Kapelsky, seen like I'd never name. seen that show. But what I know her from is <clears throat> White Collar, because that's like my comfort show to watch late at night when I'm just trying to like unwind. And so she's mm-hmm. in there. And so when her name came across through an email from uh, Art, I was like, Oh yeah, we absolutely time have to. to go. Yeah, and absolutely. she's apparently a great cook because she's got a new cookbook well, coming out. Well, here we go again. It's Tiffany's second cookbook, and it's a love letter to her childhood. Tiffany Thiessen with us. Uh, Tiffany, I have to warn you up front that uh, I'm the host of the show here, and my job for the next 10 minutes was to keep these guys off your back because they've all been salivating <laughs> finding out that you were going to be on. Good morning. How are you guys? <laughs> Good morning, <laughs> Tiffany. I'm not kidding you. These people are excited, Tiffany, so I'm going to sit back <laughs> oh, and shut up. 
Thank you. Well, I, I, it's a pleasure to be here, truly. Yeah, absolutely. Tiffany, oh, go ahead, I, saw, I saw that you just made a video on Instagram, and you made, like, an ambrosia salad. Yes. That looks Isn't so that good. Is that recipe going to be you in your book? Again? Would you ever Is that think, re- did you ever think you could see that recipe again? <laughs> no. No, that's, like, from the 70s, right? I know, I know, and it's really good. I leveled it up much more modern, and I can promise you it's actually really good. My kids love it. Um, yes, it is in the book. It's, it's that and many. So, so the book is definitely a love letter to my childhood. You'll see Aww. some kind of old-school recipes sort of modernized a little bit. Um, you know, with the photography and everything, I really wanted to kind of give a little nod to my childhood. And, and my mom, who I truly believe is the, the true queen of leftovers because she's the one who taught me, you know, as a, as a young kid who didn't come up with, you know, a ton of money, my mom was always stretching the budget with our food every week. Um, and so the idea for the book really kind of stemmed from that, as well as at the very beginning of the pandemic, when all of us were scared to go to the grocery store and we were kind of forced to stretch food, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to create a book, you know, based on what I find to be very important and what I'm trying to instill in my children about food waste and the importance of, of not doing that and how we have such a huge impact as humans on our planet by wasting almost 40% of food. That's, the, that's just really? statistically showing we waste about almost half, which is kind of crazy if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to show people like, you know, we, we could really reinvent and kind of just re-envision probably the food that we already have in our fridge and our pantry um, and, and that's what the book is all about. See, I think that's wonderful to have. Yeah, because it, Americans for a long, long time, Tiffany, did, they threw away far too much good food, food that could have been put into something else, and they kept throwing it away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we're, you know, I think we're, as a society, get real lazy. We're all about convenience because everything moves fast. And, and I think we're, as a country, we're probably the worst, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. But there's so many ways that I really wanted to show people that it's actually pretty easy. It doesn't take a lot of extra time. It really doesn't. Um, if you just look at it differently, if you open that fridge and look at it differently, you know. Oh, good. And now, Tiffany, I'm going to ask you a question. You don't have to answer this or not. But there's a young man in the studio who wants to ask you a question. But I have to ask, are you, like, married? Do you have a boyfriend? Any, anything like that? <laughs> I am an old lady. What are you talking? Of course I'm married and have kids. Well, I didn't know. You look like you're about 14 in the pictures. You're sweet. I'm going to be 50, guys. No way. Dang, girl. It must be yes. all those healthy recipes be you've been eating. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I actually feel more more at, at ease and comfortable turning 50 than I was even turning 40. Isn't that funny? I don't know why. I don't know if it's hormonally or what. But I feel awesome. I feel really good, actually. As a female, that's a that's a good statement to say. Thank you. That comforts me. Yeah, I do. I do. Tiffany, I got to ask you, I know every chef, I feel like, has, like, that one dish, that one meal that is, like, their go-to. Like, if you have somebody over for the first time, you want to make a good first impression. What's, like, your go-to meal that you make? You know, it's funny. I don't. I don't know if I consider myself one that has a go-to meal. I mean, I make a lot of great things. I'm just going to brag about myself for a second. I'm, I'm, a, I'm good. So, and and my, okay. the way that I impress people, I mean, truly the way that I impress people is I want to make them something that they're usually in the mood for because I think food is a lot like music, and it, it creates and evokes a lot of emotion, right? And, and I want people to connect with that specific food. I don't want to serve them something they're like, I don't really like this, you know? So 
if I'm making a bourguignon, you know, like, I want to make sure that they're going to love it. And so generally when I have people over, I ask them kind of what they're in the mood for. A lot of it has to do with the season. So if it's kind of cold outside, I want something more comforting. Um, so that's kind of how I usually decide on, on impressing someone who's coming over, you know. Do you have a special area? Like, I, I got to be honest, I grew up a nice Catholic boy, so, like, I'm, I'm a big Italian food guy. Do you have yeah. a favorite food? I, you know, give me classic Thanksgiving. That is my yeah. favorite. It's like yeah. the Olympics of food, and I love it, and I love the leftovers that come with it for weeks after. <laughs> no, it is true. You're absolutely right. There, there's no, and we're, God, we're coming. My God, that's only in about six weeks from now, isn't it? Yeah. Can yeah, you believe that? Oh, isn't that crazy? It's crazy. It snuck yeah. up on me. Yeah. No question. I know. I'm it very, does every year. It seems to come quicker every year. It does indeed. You know, I, I did not realize this, but uh, my wife, Catherine, who's a really, really good cook, and she's uh, a, a bit older than you, but you both look like you're about 30. So you and my wife have a lot in common. I'm just telling you. Both got a bad attitude. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I love it. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> just keep talking, Buster. No, that's great. I, one thing I have noticed about people who really are good cooks, you do, your heart is all in on all these things. I love that about good cooks. Yeah, I do. I mean, I think food really, like I said, I use it as, you know, as my way of connecting with people, my family. Um, it's just, I don't know. I, I love that I've been able to kind of carve out a second career that is creative, but something that I'm very passionate about. Okay, don't you can't lie about this one. When you get away from what? cooking yourself, is there one yeah. trashy takeaway food that you really like? Taco Bell. <laughs> that took a long time. Yeah. Do, do you have recipes in your cookbook for how to repurpose Taco Bell? I know, but do you know why? Because it's nostalgic for me. Sure, it's sure. It's nostalgic because, you know, again, my mom, we didn't have tons of money, so it was like the cheap fast food that was like, you know, very much where I grew up, and Taco Bell, like, I wasn't, I wasn't really a fan of the other fast food, I have to say, like, it just wasn't, but Taco Bell was, like, mm -hmm. the ball, like, so Taco good. Bell to me was, like, and I still, every now and then, I'm, like, you know, I could go get a crunchy taco right now, and I could really, I could really be happy with that. <laughs> yeah, and it's the great equalizer, you know, like, 2 a.m. at the Taco Bell drive through there's a Rolls-Royce, and there's a Cavalier with the <laughs> That's true, right. by the way. You know, everyone's equal at Taco Bell. It's, long time, it's been a long time since I've done the drive-thru at 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm asleep, but, but I hear you. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a little dirt on this one. My favorite would be, just for nostalgic purposes, for nostalgia, yeah. I would go to White Castle. Uh, so I they all go, yeah, I, can't, I can't do the White Castle. <laughs> all have our little comfort there mm. like it, it just, yep. i think there's something to be said about that sort of old school nostalgia of food you know that we yes. kind of grew up with and and i say i didn't grow up with white castle so like that wouldn't be but Taco right. Bell was mine yeah. right yeah and tiffany in your cookbook so obviously you're gonna have people that some people that are you know excellent home chefs other people that can't cook water is there a certain like i guess how user-friendly is your cookbook for repurposing it's the leftovers I, yeah, I, I don't pose myself as being some hoity-toity fancy chef. I didn't go to culinary school. I'm a home cook, like literally self-taught with all the women in my family teaching me beforehand. Um, I do have some fun, fancy chefs that have given me some tricks. But, but you know, this is, not, this is not something that I feel anybody can't relate to. Like the ingredients you know how to pronounce, you can get them at the grocery store. There's nothing <laughs> crazy in there. Like this is all very relatable, I feel. 
My, that, that 10 minutes went by way too fast, Tiffany. Well, you're just going to have to have me back. Anytime you want to come on. just Here, I'll give you the, the direct number. Just call in whenever you feel like it. <laughs> you're so sweet. I love it. <laughs> Thank you, my dear. Tiffany Thiessen, ladies and gentlemen, here we go again. Tiffany's second right. cookbook. Thanks a lot, Tiffany. Have a good day. Tiffany Thiessen. God, honestly, God, that, did, you see, did everybody see these pictures? Yeah. She's so cute. She's yeah. very I wish, cute. I wish, you guys, I wish you guys could see the Instagram video she just made making the ambrosia salad. It got like a million hits or something like that. And she looks gorgeous. Like, oh, she's beautiful. She's so pretty. She yeah. is. Yeah. What a, a nice person, though, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it when people are beautiful and nice. You know, yeah. like, you know, Brittany and Allie and Catherine. You know, people like that. You yep. stop. Go on. Go on. <laughs> what, what more do you have to say, Tom? Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's really, really nice. <laughs> she was a great guest. I thought she was terrific. She's great. Yeah. yeah. Good for her for, you know, doing something else, too, that's fun and creative. But I know? think women are it's different. Hard. What's yeah. That? It's hard when you, like, don't act as much anymore. You sort of feel like, well, yeah. what do I do now? Mm-hmm. And, well, and especially because she was, like, in the 90s, like, a megastar. Like, she was on Saved megastar. by the Bell. Like, mm-hmm. that was like, the biggest show in the Ooh, 90s. Oh, you didn't bring it up. Good well, job. No, I mean, I that's want... a legend of the game right there. Yeah. That, that's who we just talked to. A You're l- right. Flat out know, guys, I'm not saying that the show's officially made it now, but we're kind of a big deal. We talked to a 90s sitcom a... star. <laughs> I just, I love the fact that, honestly, I would never, ever have thought that she was 50 years old. Oh, no. no. Didn't look anywhere near 50, but, no. you know, yeah. Allie is 72, and you don't That's look right. anywhere near that old. That's you know. right, Tom. It's a lot of tomato sauce. A lot of tomato. <laughs> I rub it on my skin at night. But, no, Catherine. Catherine is 64 years old, and there is no way she looks that old. Women? No. You do a lot. You guys do a great job being women. That's all I'm Thanks. saying. Thanks. It's not easy, Tom. I, I call You know the pink tax, right? The pink what? A pink tax. No. It's like, it's like women make less money, but we also make even less money because it costs so much to like keep ourselves looking good. Okay, do me a know? favor and never ever use the words "women make less money" and Taylor Swift in the same sentence. And Taylor Swift is God. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because she's got no money at all. Yeah. Good no, God. what I'm saying is like you yeah. know. No, I know. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you for recognizing it, because it does cost a lot of money to try to look good. It's insane. It's. I bet it's, that's true. You could, you could go on and on and on. Like, there are some things that I've just sort of sworn off of, and actually one of them is, like, nice skincare products, because you can't really tell the difference. But people could charge you two or $300 for, like, a tiny little vial of, like, whatever. Oh, yeah, your people. little glow serum that you got to yeah. put five drops on your face yeah. every day. Yeah, no. From the Not Peruvian Alps, you can only get it there. That's yeah, why I had to give up my, I had to change my skincare routine too because it was just, it was oh, to be God, too, okay. too much money being spent. Dove was too much money. <laughs> my right. my three-in-one is really. I was going to say, that's what's yeah. wild is, is men will have like a, a shampoo, conditioner, body wash, and like toothpaste all in one because it's convenient <laughs> and it's hey, like Don't knock until you try it. Don't knock until you try it. <laughs> I suppose that is true. Oh, we, we got to take a break. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friend, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians. They're not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. 
Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need, when they need it, and a fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family for many years now. Steve's a great guy. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SabreHeating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. This is Tom Bernard from my throttle therapy friends at Power Lodge and Miller Marine. If you're the type that doesn't mind a little hard work or getting mud everywhere as long as you've got the right machine, this is for you. Power Lodge is Minnesota's CF Moto Superstore. Since they buy more, you save more. And Power Lodge has new deals to get you ready for your fall escape. Save thousands on CF Moto off-road and side-by-sides. 4x4s starting at an unbelievable $4,599. No matter how tough the job, Power Lodge and their five locations has you covered with a three-year warranty on select units. That's three years' peace of mind. Bring home the keys and the freedom to ride with confidence. It always starts at the Lodge, Power Lodge. Plus, for a limited time, get a free CF Moto generator when you purchase select units, powering your adventures even further. With locations in Ramsey, Sauk Rapids, Onamia, St. Cloud, and Brainerd, Power Lodge is your power sports go-to destination and is the largest CF Moto dealer in the state. Call or visit today and check my throttle therapy buddies out online at PowerLodge.com. Your CF Moto Escape starts at the Lodge. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. Can we make 10,000 thread count sheets? For Lens Linens, staying in the comfort zone is never an option. Maximum thread count we could possibly thread. An industrial seamstress would make their sweet dreams come true. I want it to feel like you're on a snowflake, on cotton candy, on marshmallows, on a cloud. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounters stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com this is the tom bernard morning show podcast all right we're back and, and as always on this show we follow up what we've said uh talked about the fact that tiffany Thiessen was on the show she's 50 years old now she looks like she's about 35 and uh, how that all holds up and all the rest. And again, what I love about that, she's a beautiful woman. She's talented. She's uh, 50 years old now. She's just a very happy, pleasant person. We need more of that. Yeah. Like, because before she came on, you were commenting, like, oh, she's smiling in all of her pictures. Mm -hmm. And then she... Mm-hmm. came on and her voice sounds like she was smiling the entire interview. Like, <laughs> yeah. so it's, it's, it's right. always nice because you hear, you know, child stars that grow up to be assholes and just unruly and Ellie negative to be around. you. 
Well, uh, no, her's, she's <laughs> muted. <laughs> she's I wish muted. I was a child star. Oh, oh yeah, so God. it's nice to feel or hear Tiffany, and she sounds like she's a very humble and yep. nice human being. Tom, it, Tom, yes. who is someone that you've interviewed that was like surprisingly, other than Tiffany, um, that you were like, I can't, I've, I've always like liked that person, but after talking with them, I'm like, wow, they are an incredible human. Very nice. You mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are many, many of them. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the biggest names pop up first, of course. And, and see, here's one thing I love about my political life, because I'm going to mention a person who couldn't be further from me in political opinion. There's mm-hmm. no question. We would get along on none of that. And I don't have a, like a very far left or far right position. I tend to be kind of in the middle, but I just, when people get too extreme, I'm like, whatever. But mm-hmm. knowing that she is very, very political, no question about it, um, uh, one of the nicest people I've ever met, and a lot of people can't stand her, is Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. Oh, I love is, Jane Fonda. She's a sweetheart of a human being. Stunningly beautiful. I mean, yeah. one thing in my life, and I don't mention this to Catherine because, you know, just having Catherine hug me <laughs> at night is always a wonderful thing. Every night, a hug and a kiss before I go to bed. Yeah. But when Jane Fonda, the, she was in the studio for about two hours. She was there almost the whole show. Wow. And afterwards, she came over and walked up and gave me a long hug. And I thought, I'm getting a hug from Jane Fonda, one of the most spectacularly beautiful. I mean, she's no yeah. Brittany or Allie or Catherine, but you know. Right. You know, well played, no. sir. Well played. Not a problem. Uh, mm-hmm. Peter Fonda. I mean, see, not Peter Fonda. Peter Falk was another guy. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Great movie star. Could not have been a nicer man. Actually, to tell you the truth, the bigger the star, the nicer they tend to be. It's That's the ones true. that are on their way up that yep. are a massive pain in the ass. Yep, it's mm-hmm. yeah, the ones that have yeah already made it. And there are some people that are assholes, but yeah, sure. the ones that sure. are already established, they don't have necessarily anything to prove. So like, yeah, I just get to enjoy life, and yep. then you get the people that are, think they're higher up on the scale than they, they are, really are. That yeah, try to overcompensate. And yeah, they, and there's a reason they rose to the top. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I agree. Because they're great. And people like being around them. And I mean, uh, I've probably said this before, but when I worked in music management, like Coldplay was the nicest band I ever worked with. Yeah. Like really, really nice guys. Right. But I mean, of course, like they're millionaires, so they don't have much to worry about, you know, but the mm-hmm. younger bands that you've never heard of and never will, because they're probably already broken up, you know, they were just like the biggest pains. They like, were. It's they were true. the ones that I would have to bail out of jail in Arizona, you know, just like <laughs> I understand that. Yeah. yeah. Working at Capitol Records all those years, uh, about eight years, I guess, I worked there. That's exactly what you're talking about. The mm-hmm. young up-and-comers, the ones who were... Bob Seger could not have been a nicer man. Steve Miller, great guy. All these wonderful people I used to have to travel with, which I mm-hmm. loved, don't get me wrong. <laughs> have to travel. I did. I had to <laughs> take them all over the damn place. But it's it, honest to God... The big acts, i be honest with you, I can't name one big act on Capitol Records that was a pain in the ass. The ones mm-hmm. that are up and coming were a massive pain in the ass. Terrible, yeah. Isn't that hilarious? And entitled. They oh, wanted yeah. Everything that the, oh, they yeah. wanted everything the big acts had. Although I will tell you the one, one uh, group that did impress me because they released their first album and went double platinum within 90 days, which is, that's making, that's Jeez. selling some albums. Everybody in the Knack was very pleasant. Mm. The Who? The Knack, My Sharona. Oh, yep, there we go. There you go, My Sharona. I knew you'd know the song. Yeah. But yeah, could not, they, they just, they, that was their first big hit. 
and there was not one bit of attitude on any of them. Very, very. Doug Figer was a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. So it does happen. I mean, once in a while. Who's the biggest prick in radio you ever worked with? See, oh, I are, we, are we talking to Tevin or me? <laughs> <laughs> she tried to duck it. She tried to duck it right there. But no, I just thought, throw that out just to make you nervous. You, you don't know, have to answer that. It's funny. It's funny because, you know, some people get along so well with other people. So it's yeah. like who I might think is the biggest prick is someone else's best friend. So, you know, I don't ever want to put that out there in the universe that you know, this person sucks. Cause it's like, well, you know, some people like them. So, well, you, yeah. could, you know, you could ask me and I'd answer it. Ah, <laughs> Tom, who was the biggest brick you ever worked? All of you. Don't say Tevin. <laughs> Don't say Tevin. He's sitting right here. That's exactly right. No, I would say all of you. You're all a massive pain in the ass. Yeah. Radio sure. people are a huge pain in the ass. Of course. We're all why? crazy. Well, yeah. why are we though? But we're um, your pain in the because ass. Because we're not <laughs> we're not pretty enough to be on TV. That's mm-hmm. not oh, true. You there's know like that. a little bit of talent somewhere laying in there, and we talk too much, and we need attention. That's and, true. You know, you put a lot of people in a room that need attention, and it's it's gonna oh, explode. It is unbelievable. Sometimes I've been very lucky though, actually, over the years working. There are some people I worked with that other people couldn't stand. And I got along with them just fine. Yeah. And then there are other people, oh, they're so nice. And then I found out, no, they're not. They love to talk shit about people behind their back constantly. I like people who are up front with you. This talk behind your back deal, I got no time for that. If I think mm-hmm. you're an asshole, I'm going to tell you your face. You're an asshole. Leave me alone. <laughs> right? Uh, right? Right. So right. what's wrong with that? Tom, I, I have a question. Deal. How many people, like, when, you, when your show was the biggest, how mm-hmm. many people were on usually at, like, one time, like, Eight, nine. Oh, at one time. Yeah. Well, they would come floating. There was no, never more than about three or four on at the same time. Okay. We had never put nine people on the air at once. It would. Oh God, that would have been horrible. There are some stations (laughs) that do that now, and it's like the biggest just cluster of people giggling and screaming at each other. It's terrible. Mm -hmm. Who needs it? Is that what you're saying? I was. I, I did have that uh, experience I was listening to. Have you guys listened to the podcast that the late night hosted, Strike Force 5? Nope. No. So during the uh, SAG and WGA strike, like Stephen Colbert and uh, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Oh, Kimmel, yeah, I saw the video of that. Yeah, so they made like a podcast and all the money that they get from the advertising, they're giving to their workers, mm-hmm. right? So they can like stay mm-hmm. afloat during the strike. And, um, What's interesting is, is they were talking about their favorite shows on TV, like their favorite live shows. Mm -hmm. And they said, they agreed that the TNT halftime show, basketball, call it, or yeah, NBA basketball. NBA, it's like NBA Today. Yep, Shaq, Charles Barkley, Kenny Smith, and Ernie Johnson. Johnson. There we go. Yeah. And they said it is the biggest train wreck because Charles Barkley will say anything and Shaq will give him so much crap all the time. My and when they play, they play this game, Tom, called with Charles Barkley called who he play for, who he play for. There you yeah. go. And they show Charles Barkley, someone in the NBA, and he has to guess the team that he plays for. Ooh. And he gets it wrong 100 percent of the time. I was going to say, but she's never right. It's so good, and it's just like off the rails live television. They're like, nothing has ever been so crazy and wild. Other than that halftime show with Jack and Charles Barkley, because they'll say anything. Oh, you they, know, like to the point where you're like, 
if it was anybody else other than Charles Barkley, like he for some reason gets this pass to just like he has this big rant on um, women in San Antonio, Texas, yes. where he calls them all like cows and huge. Like what? he he's like they're the yeah. ugly, and it's like to the point where you're like in hey, San man. Antonio, yeah. And he it's had like, to apo- he had to apologize. Yeah, yeah, but like nobody really like that's the worst that'll happen is I have to apologize. Like it's like if this was anybody mm-hmm. else, you'd be off the show. Yeah. I, I used to go to San Antonio all the time. Some of the most beautiful women in the world live there. Yeah, well, apparently not to Charles Barkley. <laughs> somebody, I don't know if his what? ex-girlfriend like broke oh, up with him or something. Okay. There's got to be something going on, but he does not <laughs> like the women of San Antonio. That's weird. I love San Antonio's yeah. a great town. You ever yeah. been there? Um, when I was very, very young, I oh, lived okay. down there, but I haven't been back, no. You guys, you guys ever been there, San Antonio? No. I don't. I've only been to Texas in like a very sh- for a very short moment driving through, and uh, I knew I was in Texas because there were bullet holes in the stop sign. Oh yeah, well there you go. That does happen. Yeah. Who was the guy again? San Antonio Spurs, um, the big center they had. Uh, they had David the Robinson. David Robinson. Tim, that's exactly who it is. So I played this one golf course, and as we pull in, one of the guys playing with us goes, "You know, David Robinson lives here." I said, "Really? That's interesting." Mm-hmm. So you have to go through a gate to get to the golf course. Mm-hmm. And then you have to get to another gate to go into his neighborhood. You have to go through a third gate to get through his block and a fourth gate to his house. Jeez. <laughs> Four different gatehouses. So I, when I was younger, like probably middle school, I read a book about his life. And when he was a kid, because his family was a military family, and they yeah, were on right. some sort of ship, and he was like a little baby in the crib. And the ship kind of rocked, and he rolled over, like, and got stuck yeah. between a mattress, and he almost suffocated and died. But yep. his like family ended up finding him and saving him. Oh, and so yeah, like he Whoa. very likely could have been uh, yeah taken from us and had uh, not had that great career. What a great career it was! Too. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. phenomenal. There's no question. Yeah, he was terrific, no doubt. But you know, we'll uh, move and, on with life. AJ, do you have audio of Charles Barkley? Is that what you're? Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, do you He's hear, all do you, smiles do you want, in there. Do you want to hear some of this, Tom? Love it. All right, let's see if I can get this going here. So this is this is just like a mashup of some of the stuff that he said over the years about the oh women of God, San Antonio. Oh, oh, no. Let's see here. <laughs> no chance of losing weight in San Antonio. <laughs> and what about Victoria? It's a secret. <laughs> I told you. The big old women can't get no cute, dainty <laughs> underwear. We don't even have the spurs on. <laughs> what they be wearing, Chuck? Oh, the bloomers. <laughs> being done by the, the coyote in San Antonio. Well, you can't get them big women to do it. Got to do that. <laughs> yes, I heard that. There's eight straight minutes of him just ruthlessly attacking the women of San Antonio. Why? Yeah. Nobody knows. It's like the greatest mystery. It's crazy. It's probably just like a bit, like his like ongoing bit now. Like he can't drop it. Like, yeah, it's just, probably true. Yeah. He's going to have to go with it for the rest of his life. I don't, Stone, I, I don't, fat women from San Antonio. I don't, I must have been in a different neighborhood. Yeah. My favorite one is they're finally covering the Spurs and they show like courtside and there's two pretty attractive women mm-hmm. and, he, and he immediately without skipping both, they flew them in from Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Those women from San Antonio. Flew them in from Houston. It's about a three minute drive. You know, I mean, it's not, it's not just bad, unbelievable. But. Yeah, I don't That's know. He's, he's an amazing guy. I've always liked him, though. I don't know why. I've always liked yeah. Charles Barkley. I think it's just because he speaks his mind. He doesn't yeah. really care what other people think, and that's kind of a freeing 
like that's how everybody kind of wants the desire to live their life is right. to be that worry free. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't need his yeah. job that he currently has. So if he ever like yeah. if he did get fired, he'd be like, eh, whatever. I'm Charles Barkley. I'll just go do something else. Mm -hmm. It's what I've done my whole career because I get fired a lot. Yeah, you know, well, not for 37 years, but before that and after that. That's that's a good run. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, 37 years. Good, good run. Yeah, no question about it. We were talking about this earlier, and I do want to get back to it. The one thing we've all got in common is no one's getting any younger. Uh, about the fact that Tiffany was uh, Tiffany Thiessen on with us. She looks like she's about 35. She's 50. Can you remember a specific moment when you realized, "Wow, I'm old." But you guys aren't old, so you probably haven't been there yet. I feel like every um, once in a while. Tom, I think I'm, I'm pushing old. forty. Like eh, I'm 40's getting close. not old. I mean, the moment that I saw, I mean, there are two things. I started getting gray hair when I was in my late twenties. How about is this? Crazy. I have a friend named Norm. Went bald when he was sixteen. Jeez. Oh no! Can you imagine that? Poor Norm. Poor Norm. <laughs> well, Norm died young, too. I got to tell you that part. <laughs> but in any case, I thought he looked good. He shaved his head. Of course, you know, once he went bald on top, then he just yeah, shaved he... his whole head. Yeah. Oh, Bruce yeah. Willis. The people yeah, that try yeah. to yeah. hang on yeah, to right. it. The people that try to hang on to it. And you got like three little strands of hair that you're trying to comb over. Yeah, oh, just, yeah. Just get, let it go. Okay. Yeah. So here we go. Here are a few of the more uh, relatable answers we've seen while I'm old now. Number one, when the trendy clothes from your teen years come back in style. <laughs> That's cold. Yep. You've been around so long, your crap came back. Hey, the 90s are cool now, Tom. Oh, really? Like the 90s clothes, yep. yeah. Not bell bottoms. Not bell bottoms, please. Uh, kind of, yeah. I actually bought Ish. some. No, men in bell bottoms. I own bell bottoms and I look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> especially with platform shoes that's the other one bell bottoms yeah. and platform shoes yeah it's although, all back baby. although you i was about six seven in platform shoes so that was good jeez those honest god those heels were like five <laughs> inches long it was unbelievable <laughs> no a little kid <laughs> yeah little kid you're seven feet tall that works okay number two when uh music you used to party to sound uh, starts playing in an elevator I suppose that would be a problem. You're getting oh, old. Oh, that's a bummer. When you're watching an old sitcom like Full House and realize you agree with the parents more than the kids now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that's a pretty good argument. Yeah. When you have to keep scrolling and scrolling to find your birth year in a drop-down menu. Nah, wow. What? Yeah. Why, uh, it why, hurts. Why do you need your birth year when you're looking at a menu? Well, no, like, so if like, you go, like, let's say if you go to, like, you're searching for, like, a alcohol company online so you oh, have to be 18 years or older oh, okay. then you got to scroll down to your birthday type of thing oh that that's easy yeah well i mean if you're born in like 1950 it's like okay i'm scrolling for a couple minutes here trying to get down there 51 takes me about two seconds you're a fast scroller though. that's how i am a fast scroller no <laughs> question when kids start calling you ma'am or sir i call everybody ma'am and sir everyone little kids grown people yeah. everybody it's a sign of respect i hate when you yeah. call somebody it's Typically, women that will get upset when you call them ma'am, and they're like, I'm not a ma'am. And it's like, it's not, I'm not trying to call you old. Oh, I'm just trying to show down. some respect. You say, pardon me, miss. Right. Well, yeah, now I just but said I've miss. never been kissed like this before. Ah! I love that one. <laughs> pardon me, miss, but I've never been kissed. I used to sing that song when I was a kid. Look at you. Anyway, uh, when you catch yourself making... Uh, Getting up and sitting down noises. You have that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you have to go. My knees. My knees make so much noise. 
Oh, why is that? Because I played soccer for so oh, long. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That'll do it. Mm-hmm. That'll do it. Uh, when you hadn't seen someone's kids since they were six and now they're 25, yeah, that would be a sign you're getting old. That's true. Mm-hmm. Only three more to go here when a celebrity pops up in an ad and you have no idea who they are. I'm at that point now. I have no idea who any of these people are Yeah. in the ads. Do you guys know mm-hmm. them? I mean, well, now it's hard because everybody's, you know, quote unquote, TikTok famous and Instagram famous. So they're not even like real celebrities. anymore. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like the VMAs were on and I'm like, who are these people? Like, I don't know any of the musical. Yeah. Right. They come and go so fast anyway. When you come across a photo of a celebrity you loved as a kid and realize they're ancient now. Who would that be? Oh, look, it's Ernest Borgnine. You guys don't even know who that is, do you? Nope. How do you not know who Ernest Borgnine is? Wait, is that like the Ernest Goes to Christmas guy? No. Or Ernest Goes to whatever his movies are? Ernest Goes to Jail? Yeah. Did you ever see the movie The Wild One? Nope. Ernest Borgnine? Borgnine. Borgnine, yes. Ernest. What is a Borgnine? There is something, a Borgnine. Here we go. You'd recognize him. I could not point this man out of a two-man lineup with Denzel Washington. So you don't don't recognize him at all? No, no. He's the voice of Mermaid Man on Spongebob. He's what? Mermaid Man on Spongebob. Oh! There you go. Oh, okay. all of a sudden it's a hit. <laughs> okay. All of a sudden it's a hit. There we go. Andy, Thank I, you, I, Andy. You can be on the show if you want. You don't have to stand back there. I'm shadowing right now. Oh, you're shadowing? Mm-hmm. You're shadowing AJ? What a mistake. Uh, I know, right? I don't know who said that was a okay thing. <laughs> Why is that a good idea? Okay, yeah, that's fine. Uh, and finally, when you're worried, you might throw out your back just coughing hard. No. I mean, you got to be what a hundred for that to happen. Yeah, that's that's a little extreme. Yeah, that's way too extreme. I would. Think. I got to be honest with you, too extreme. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. All right, we got to take a break. Be right back right after this. Oh, AJ. Sorry, what was that? Oh, yeah, we're going to break. Here. Oh, yeah, look at that. I should start paying attention. No, no, no. You're. you're gonna, those were, you know, I, I could have waited another couple minutes. No, I should have looked. It's my no, fault. We're good. We're good. So okay, go to you break. suck. Then never mind. Yeah, don't let it happen again. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we'll be right back. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life? that's worth the lives of others. I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention, value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this, at Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With my Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy. I'm Sally and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. We met with Melissa from Steve the Window Guy and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy. So we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads. And Melissa, tell us how it's been getting your message out with help from Hubbard Interactive. I've been working with them for five years and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any 
creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years, I've moved from streaming TV to YouTube ads, and now we're moving towards SEO. And I'm loving the results that I'm seeing. Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing vision, and then always delivering only the best results. To find out how our experts can help your business grow, get in touch today at HubbardInteractive.com. Attention taxpayers, ready for some bad news? With $80 billion in new funding from Congress, the IRS has launched their most aggressive hiring campaign ever to ramp up enforcement. If you're ignoring your taxes, don't delay another minute because your paycheck, your bank account, even your home or business could already be at risk. Now, here's the good news. Optima Tax Relief, America's number one tax relief firm, can get to work immediately, helping to protect you from the IRS. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, their tax attorneys and licensed professionals are experts at resolving tax problems. Let them help determine if you qualify for the Fresh Start Initiative or other powerful IRS tax assistance programs. Take control. Call Optima Tax Relief now for a free consultation. Call 800-783-8055. That's 800-783-8055. 800-783-8055. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. Did you know you can get your prescriptions for less at your local pharmacy? You can with GoodRx. It's the free app that can save you money on your medications. Just search for your prescription, choose the pharmacy and the price that works best for you, and then show your GoodRx coupon to your pharmacist at the drop-off counter. GoodRx works at over 70,000 pharmacies, including Walmart, Rite Aid, and Walgreens, and it works whether you have insurance or not. It's easy to save. Next time you drop off your prescription, check GoodRx. To start saving today, go to GoodRx.com. GoodRx is not insurance. 